St. Anthony Messenger Press presents an unabridged recording of Uncommon Gratitude, Alleluia for All That Is, written by Benedictine Sister Joan Chittister and the Most Reverend and Right Honorable Dr. Rowan Williams, and read by Sister Joan and Franciscan Father Dan Haven. Uncommon Gratitude, Alleluia for All That Is Introduction Someplace along the way, in the early years of my growing up, I heard someone explain that people who went to heaven would sit at the throne of God and sing Alleluia all day long. Oh, no, I groaned. At that moment, heaven, however important it remained in my young mind, lost some of its immediacy if not some of its luster. Then I grew up and realized the import of what it might really mean to be able to sing Alleluia all day long, every day of your life. The very thought of it spun my world in an audacious new direction. What if life itself was meant to be one long Alleluia moment? Here indeed resided the real meaning, the real hope of life. But was it possible? Years passed, however, before Archbishop Rowan Williams and I found ourselves agreeing to write a book together. We were both clearly marked by a monastic mindset that valued reflection above all else in the marketplace of spiritualities. Both of us took ideas as seriously as we took footnotes. God, we knew, was a mystery in which we lived every moment of every day. The only question is, how? What kind of a God is this God we seek? Is God a teasing giant who must be pacified as we go through life? Is life an obstacle course designed to merit only the perfect, only the docile? Or is the human condition a bundle of gifts wrapped in darkness, the life task of which is to learn to recognize goodness Godness in all its misty forms. One thing we were sure about, the presence of God in life required conscious contemplation. All the richness, all the manifestations of God in life could not be reduced to catechism answers. And yet, at the same time, in the God who was not amenable to simplification are all the answers a person needs to live a life full of confidence in what is seen and also to take as a given the gifting of the unseen as well. Finally, I asked him directly, what really interests you most about the spiritual life? He paused a moment. I find myself coming back again and again, he said, to the meaning of Alleluia. And then we were off. It took two days of thinking together in the Archbishop's London office at Lambeth Palace to find our way through to what we were both saying in slightly different accents. Life itself is an exercise in learning to sing Alleluia here in order to recognize the face of God hidden in the recesses of time. To deal with the meaning of Alleluia in life means to deal with moments that do not feel like Alleluia moments at all. But how is it possible to say Alleluia to the parts of life that weigh us down, that drain our spirits dry, that seem to deserve anything but praise? 
The question is a worthy one. Life, after all, is a struggle, a journey in uncharted space, an exercise in both gain and loss, joy and sorrow. No life consists of nothing but success and satisfaction, security and self-gratification. Failure and disappointment, loss and pain are natural parts of the human equation. Then what? What use is an alleluia then, except perhaps to encourage some kind of emotionally unhealthy self-deception? But alleluia is not a substitute for reality. It is simply the awareness of another whole kind of reality, beyond the immediate, beyond the delusional, beyond the instant perception of things.